0: Uh, anyways, today, why don't we begin with a word of prayer? Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, uh, for faith, uh, gift that you have given to us, uh, by the word through the working of the Holy Spirit, Lord, bless us in this word and, uh, lead us, uh, by faith in what is unseen as we trust in your holy word on this Good Shepherd Sunday. We thank you, O Lord, for laying your life down for us, covering us by your blood, we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, so today, uh, faith. What is faith? Uh, this is from Luther. Faith is not the human notion and dream that some people call faith. Now, what, why do you think I put that down for you? Faith is not a, the human notion or dream that people sometimes call faith. What, do people kind of identify faith sometimes as a cloudy... It's out there kind of thing, a dream. Do you you know what Luther meant by this? Kind of this human, like this gut? This gut feeling, or what else would we call it?
1: It's something we hope happens.
0: But we're not quite sure, sure, right? And that's the human notion, right? So faith, uh, as we see it right here, is a divine work. What does that mean, faith as divine work? Good. God is working through what? His word. Yeah, Holy Spirit who works through the, the word, right? So, a uh, faith is a divine work in us, which changes us and makes us to be born anew. Now, again, born anew. Why do I need to be born anew? This reminds us as who? N-
2: Mm. Oh, Nicodemus. Thank you, Nicodemus. <laughs>
0: I think I spelled it wrong. Anyways, Nicodemus, uh, born from above, right? Born anew. Now, why, does, why, do we ha- why is this so important? Divine work, faith, and I, I say this because I was talking to uh, 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 Glenn the other day, or on Sunday after Bible study, and, and I know this isn't anything private or anything, but he said, faith is a gift. Isn't that so great? I'm like... Absolutely right. It is so great because it is what the divine work of God. Right? Faith is a gift, and we know, Dave. This is when he always brings up Ephesians two eight nine. That's right. Thank Faith you. is gift. Thank you. That's a very big compliment, right? Ephesians two eight nine. That's all. That's every. That's like the. That's like the um, tri tip. Yeah, I love a good tri tip. Oh, prime red. But it doesn't be tacos, though. Yeah, that's a strange That's curious. for sure. I know. But here we see the meat, the, 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 the root uh, of our faith is that by the very word, that's why being born anew is what? We are already indicating that we are, because of original sin, born dead in our. We're born dead, right? And we need to be made anew. If you know that you cannot resuscitate yourself in the spiritual reality of sin, therefore you need the Word to work on you. That's why when we talk about infant baptism, it is a divine work, right? Uh, Because we need this to be worked on us by the very Word through the Holy Spirit, which makes us anew by that very Word of faith. right? So very important to remember what faith is, because all the people we're going to talk about here, this is how it works. It's not because they had a human notion or gut feeling or they just had faith mysteriously, but it's through the, the word of God. So when you read this, there you find yourself as well. Do you see that? Because God works on you in the same way by his very word. Um, that's why we hear God's word every week and study his word every week because there we see his word working on us. So again, uh, faith is a divine work in, in, in us which changes us and makes us to be born anew. Of God, um, And you are new, right? I know you might have to drink a couple more cups of coffee as you get, <laughs> get older and you're like, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, exhausted, long week, right? But you are new all by the word of God. Um, and, and this is uh, who you are, all by faith. All right. Verse 4, if someone could read that for me. Verse 4. Yeah. So what made his offering? What does it say right there? More acceptable. Why why was his offering more acceptable? Why was it an acceptable sacrifice compared to Cain? What what's the difference here? What do you th- it was
1: The first fruits and it was the best of
0: the flock. Okay. All right. So so Don is saying that it is he's describing the offering. Right? First fruits. Okay. Um Anyone else? What do you think? What? What is um? Oh,
2: wouldn't it be according to what it says there by by faith?
0: By faith. Why is that the distinction, Nancy? Why is that the key <laughs> distinction of Abel? Okay, so Abel was led by God in his word, in his promises, and therefore by faith he gave. What if he gave the first fruits without faith? Without faith. What would that be then? Without faith. That would be not acceptable. Yes. So, so bare bones, looking back on Cain and Abel, when we look at Cain and Abel, man, my board is so unorganized today. Yeah driving me nuts. Anyways, (laughs) what do I do with myself when it's like this? It's not supposed to be like this, but we're going to go with it. Uh, what's the difference between Cain and Abel then? It is, this is the, the deciding factor, right? Or this is the distinction. It's faith, right? Uh, now, again, when we talk about faith and we talk about the first fruits, how does that, uh, How does faith shape your works? Or I, you know, honestly, you see your handout here. I had another question there, what I took out, but I'll say it again because it could be there too. But how does faith shape your works or how does work shape your faith? Does that make sense? Unfortunately to
1: some people, it does.
0: That's right. But how does faith shape your works? Yeah, you know, um, when you talk about faith, uh, what is pleasing to God, well, you know, it begins by faith. And there, from the fruits of faith, there is an an offering. So, when we talk about offering, let's say, time and talents, let's say, for example. Um, And, you know, I always, you know, when we talk about the gospel and what Jesus has given to us, and we talk about offering, let's say, and the mission of Christ and what we are called to do here. Um, You know, it's always about that cheerful giver, right? What does a cheerful giver look like? Cheerful giver. Not an obligated giver or a burdensome giver or a trembling with my hand on my wallet giver, but what is a cheerful giver? What does that look like? Well, I, I think it's I think Don said it. Did you say it, Don? <laughs> Did you? I forget things. Me too. <laughs> but something about I don't know how you said it, but I thought you said it right, but I forget what you said. So um, Exactly. Well, something, but
3: something about when you when you have faith, then you have faith and trust and God's gonna provide. So you just give some, something
0: something like that, something like that. <laughs> uh, and, and you know when we talk about the faith life uh, it, it is all rooted in faith uh, that we uh, that we see our offerings as pleasing to God right it's not because my my offering by quantity is more pleasing to God rather than Dave's and that's what makes our offering pleasing to God no it's by faith right um, and uh, here, uh, not only do we have faith, but those fruits of faith is, is here described in that offering. So they, they kind of go hand in hand here. A lot of people just quickly say better offering, right? Better offering. And, and that is, to a point, uh, something to talk about. But it's all, that's not the main um, root, because that root is by faith. Yes, when you say by faith, where, do, where should you go in the catechism? The apostles? Creed. Creed right? Which reminds me, we're going to start this thing called the Illuminated Catechism, like this coloring book thing. I know you're like, okay, I'm too old for coloring books, or I teach and, and that's what I do, teach them. But it's a, it's a coloring book uh, that I encourage you all to be a part of. The kids are going to be a part of it, but uh, it's, uh, it's a great, if you ever look it up... Um, I told the elders it's going to be kind of like the Bob Ross catechism. So uh, (laughs) it's a new move. I've never done it in my life, but you know me. I'm always... In the field, in the bleachers, always trying to teach in so many different ways. But please join us for that in June. But here we see, um, and if you need a copy, let me know. It's on Amazon, CPH, whatever. But it's all there uh, for you to get. But it's all by faith, right? Uh, And and by faith we go. And and when we talk about Abel, here we see. uh, What do we see? The righteous shall live by faith. See, what is acceptable to God begins in the righteousness of God, and that is faith. And ultimately, what is that faith? At the end of the day, it is Jesus and what he has done for us. It is in the will of God, and that is his work. Right? That is what makes us righteous. Um, and that's what shapes you. So if, you, if you're giving because you want to be gold-starred with God, that's not what your righteousness is, right? It's like, I give because what? I live under his name, under his blood, under his, etern- under his promise of eternal life, forgiveness, and salvation. Like, what a great joy that is when I see all the things that I have. It is from God. Not, I have this corner pocket here that says, mine, 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 and I can have everything else for God, but I want this for me. No, everything is of God, and we thank the Lord that he continues to provide for us in, in not only daily bread, but also in our existence, but also in our spiritual protection over sin and death and the power of the devil, right? And, and that is... Keep
3: going today.
0: I'm done. I'm done. Well, um, it, it's
3: kind of, well, it's very sad how Cain um, got jealous of his brother. Because sometimes we, we think of faith as like knowledge of God, you know, the knowledge. of Because Cain had that knowledge too. That's right. And he did give an offering, but then he got jealous of faith. But it's like, you know, how did the devil twist that around and make him hate his brother for loving
0: God. Yeah, what well, I mean, what did what does it say in that interaction? What did what was Cain warned of? He says, "Beware," right? "Sin is crouching at the door." At the door. But over oh, gifts to the Lord. I mean, how how terrible really.
1: I mean,
0: it is. It is to
3: twist that person's
0: mind to, want to you know. Yeah. Doing good for God. Yeah. Yeah. Um and, and this is where I think uh, when we talk about uh, Abel, what, what's, what is coming from the ground after his death? He is he's speaking, right? As we see right here in verse uh, 4, uh, though he died, he still speaks. What does that mean? Yeah, that's a reference back to his blood cries out from the ground. Yeah, and what, why does he still speak? Because his faith is in the promises of God. That is eternal, right? Uh, that is uh, being with God as he uh, lives according to his name or as he died in faith, yet this faith uh, 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 would would rescue him, right? So again, by faith in the eternal promises of God, Abel speaks. Um, how does faith shape your words? We talked about that works um, and it does, right? So if you hear the words love and serve and you take the, that burdensomely or... Or if you hear, I have to do that, we really have to go back to what the righteous shall live by faith is all about, right? I think Chris gave a good example of the knowledge of God, knowing versus faith. Yeah. And faith is a gift, right? Because even the devils don't God. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: not just the knowledge of God. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was gonna say it, it seems like there might be a verse somewhere too where the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is giving. Like when you're giving out of faith, it's like you just it's just like a response and you don't even remember almost. Do you
0: know what I mean? Yeah no I, I think uh, you know because our faith is rooted in all that god has done and continues to do for us uh, do you believe that uh, that you're a child of god that means you're
3: taken care
0: of, you're taken care of every day uh, by our lord and in his bountiful mercy and that is freeing see that's the thing you know when people when people stop giving it's not that they're stopped giving that they're stopped giving but rather it's easy, see, the, the sweet, sweet sound of that's mine, what little does our flesh know is that we're actually being bound by those things in idolatry. Like our flesh says, oh, that's mine. My life will be better if I have more and amass more goods and it's for myself. But little do we know how it's actually binding us, right, from what is true. When we give, I, I always, uh, as, we, as we all give uh, to church, I know it's, it's a freeing thing. It's a joyful thing because that's right. It's all his, and, and that's freeing, because trust me, we, we live around a world where everything is about amassing goods, and, and this is your fulfillment, right? So anyways, the life of faith, uh, the offering of the first fruits, right? Um, not the last fruits or what's left over, but what is first, because everything is of God, right? Um, and here, this is what Abel does, by faith. So verse 5 and 6, if someone could read that for me, 5 and 6.
2: By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. And without faith, faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him.
0: All right. So by faith, Enoch was taken up. So Enoch uh, never faced death. But here in Genesis 5, uh, we very well know a reference to Genesis 5. Uh, He would not see death and he would be taken up. Now, again, um, how was he taken up? Did he climb the ladder? It's by faith. Now, is this just for Enoch or is it for all the faithful? It's for all the faithful, right? For Enoch, again, he didn't face physical death, uh, but yet at the same time, he was taken up. And, and, and it, it is all by the faith and the promises of God. This is, again, the righteous shall live by faith. And Enoch is another example. This says right here in your uh, handout. Enoch would not see death, but rather would be taken up into God's presence. Right? In contrast, again, when we look at Hebrews, what, what is the opposite of being taken up? It is to shrink away from or to shrink, right? Um, and, and here we see Enoch walking with God as we see Genesis 5 again, the description of Enoch. And as he was pleasing to God, he walked with him. That is this life of faith. Now, here uh, in verse 5 and 6, uh, I love that. It says, um, uh, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. Why is that so important? Without faith, it is impossible to please him.
1: That might be an explanation of why Cain... Exactly. ...his uh, offering was no good, because there was no faith.
0: Yeah, yeah, so... It really
1: tell us, but, you know, you put everything together, and you have to wonder if that wasn't really the cause.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and again, this faith is... is the cornerstone... Of all, of all the people in this chapter of faith, right? That it's by faith. See, it, it says right there, without faith, it is impossible to please him. So if someone, um, you know, uh, Nancy, uh, you know, what am I going to say here? Good question. <laughs> Nancy working hard, right, in the faith, uh, and, you know, just persevering day by day in the faith. Uh, me, let's say I'm a billionaire. I said, let's say. Hypothetical, And I gave a billion dollars to some humani- humanitarian project. Uh, a lot of people would say, what about my, my, my gift? Oh, what a grand gesture. That billionaire uh, who wants to be Elon Musk, <laughs> he gave so much to this cause. What a great, what a great uh, gift that is. He, God, God must be pleased with him. Now, again, just like Cain and Abel, what is that person saying about me? That it's about my quantity, rather than what is rooted in me, and that is I'm a poor, miserable sinner, dead in my sin, and I can't do anything to save myself. Not even a billion dollars can save me, right? But then there's Nancy, who's continuing to live in this faith, dutifully and joyfully in his name, and... Well, compared to a billion, of course, but uh, you know, but but that is that is what's pleasing to God. Now, why is that paradoxical in a sense of the world's view of pleasing versus God's view of what is pleasing? Why is that so important for us? When you can't earn your way to heaven, do a lot of people yes. view it that way? Isn't it pleasing to God? Well, God must be pleased with that.
2: way toward whatever the reward is. The, but God doesn't do that. The, Humanism, the standard of the, materialism versus higher spiritual yeah.
1: ideals. Yeah. The standard of the world is so much involved in quantity. You know, think about jobs. You know, If you put in the extra hours and do all the extra things at the office or whatever you're involved in, then there's a reward that goes with that. Which has to do with quantity. It has very
0: little to do with anything else yeah and that's why it's so important to be sustained in your faith because it can get away from us and that faith is is jesus that's why you hear it every time when you stop hearing it that's always my concern as a pastor is i know the flesh because i am of the flesh as well right and when we stop hearing god's word you know what can happen right so there we see in the word that the Holy Spirit does sustain us by that word. What you heard this morning, that's where the Holy Spirit works. And that's what we believe. That as scripture says, it is the living word that guides and, and not only convicts, but also comforts us in the righteousness of God. The righteous shall live by faith. What is that faith? It's Jesus in his work, right? Your faith trusts in the one outside of yourself rather than all the things that I've amassed in my good works. That must be pleasing to God. So if there's a God out there, I'm good, right? I'm good. I know I'm putting an L here, but... Anyways, uh, (laughs) yes, yes.
2: Could I, I would like to just read what it says in my study Bible. Yes, please. That faith must proceed before you can do works. The sacrifice of Abel was better because he believed. But because Cain was an ungodly man and a hypocrite, he performed a work that was moral, or rather, one that was reasonable, by which he sought to please God. Therefore, the work of Cain was hypocritical and faithless. In it, there was no faith in grace, but only a presumption of his own righteousness. Yeah, that I mean, me.
0: and you know, it's just like the widow's offering, it's the same thing the widow's offering, right? Uh, they all gave out of abundance, but she gave all that she had, and, and uh, that was pleasing to God because it's by faith, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about giving you know, I, you never want to burden someone with giving. Mm-hmm. You, it's, it's, it's a joy to give because it's all rooted in, in the life of the gospel, in the life of what God has done for us in the free gift of his name. And, and, and that's where our joy resides, right, in the faith of Christ. And, and there we joyously give and love and serve, right, it, rooted in that sacrifice, right? So this is uh, something where the Holy Spirit works in us in this life of faith as we hear and receive that very word. Um, anyways, uh, whoever draws near, right? We see it right there. Whoever draws near, uh, how do you draw near to God? How do you draw near to God? Yes, right? We see right here. Hebrews ten twenty two. 22, one of my favorite verses in Hebrews. What does it say? Someone could read that for me. I know I typed it out for you, but if you want to read in your Bible, um, you can do that as well. How do we draw near?
3: And having our bodies washed
0: with pure water. Yes. So, working backwards here, sprinkled right—the blood of Christ, the water and word of holy baptism. There we have our assurance. There we have a true heart, and thus we have boldness and confidence that we uh, that we draw near in faith, because we're covered by the ble- blood of Christ, right? Uh, and this is the thing, friends, uh, why we uh, when we talk about drawing near as we look at Enoch, uh, that we draw near uh, with a clear conscience. We draw near uh, not with dead works, uh, but, but with the work of Christ and what he has done for us. Um, and, and this is the word that we need to hear. This is our faith. A lot of people can say faith, right? I, I have faith. Well, what do you have faith in, Chris? And um, Chris would say, well, you know, not real Chris the Chris I'm trying to make in this simulation here, that Chris, <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm a positive thinker. You know, I'm a good person. Uh, that must amount to something. You know, I mean, I'm spiritual, not religious. You know, I, you know, it, it's all good. I don't need Jesus. I, I, I get it, pastor. You know, you have your Jesus. I have my way. You know, we're all in cahoots here. We all have our way to God. So it's all good. No need. And again, you know, when we talk about drawing near, no, it's, it's the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, right? It's your baptism. It's, it's, it's the gift that he has given to you by faith, right? I mean, I mean, the story of the rich man and Lazarus, you know that story, right? Uh, rich man had everything in the world. Lazarus had nothing but sores as a dog was licking his sores. Poor he was, but then when they both died, Lazarus was with God and the rich man was, well, in, in the gates of Hades or right? he was in hell. So this is the picture of, again, the life of faith. It is so paradoxical according to the, well, in regards to the eyes of man and how we see what faith should be rather than what faith truly is, right? Uh, okay, uh, verse 6, again, that he rewards those who seek him. Um, what does that mean? Very important that you get this right. <laughs> well, everything's important to get it right, but... Not, you know what I mean. Why is this important to understand? Look, let's be honest. Let's be honest here. Not that we're never not honest. But here we see, he rewards those who seek him. What, should, what instinctually goes on in your heart and mind real quick? And you can be honest here. It's okay. I mean, we're on YouTube and everything, but at least they don't see your face. So that's good. I'm seeking through work. So yeah, I mean, isn't that our nature to say, okay, when we read that, it's like, oh yeah, I, I must, I must do that. And then I get the reward. Because as Dave said, we're, we're in a life of promotion here, right? Always. God knows. <laughs> no, he doesn't. All right. Uh, he's, he's so faithful, right? He's so faithful. Awesome for him. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're in a life of promotion, and, and it's always about gaining, gaining, gaining. When it, in fact, uh, when it's about, like, this transactional theology, rather this reward, as we see in our notes, is rested upon the promises of God, right? And that is uh, faith. That is the life of faith, is trusting in his word, and that's Jesus, right? Um, because trust, we can get that mixed up a lot, too. Do you get that mixed up sometimes? Yeah. I think it's easy, more more easier than we admit. You know, just backtrack on your words, see your words for what you said, and a lot of times it's very, it can be very legalistic, right? But but here we see again uh, the reward um, in, in the one uh, in those who seek him, right? And what, are the rewards? and what are the rewards? What are the benefits of joining Amazon Prime? Anyone? Right? What are the benefits? What are the benefits of, what are the rewards? What do you think? Anyone? Free shipping, straight to heaven. Free shipping, <laughs> straight to heaven. Just click. Or you could go on the trial for seven days. They always tell me, that. Well, I'm not going to want to try. No, I'm good. I'm good. Disciplined. Anyways, but what is it? And, and that's kind of, that's interesting. Free shipping, click to heaven. That's right. <laughs> Knowing
2: the Lord will provide for
0: he provides for us. Uh, he, he definitely gives us peace in the redemption of his body and blood, the forgiveness of sins, right? Uh, that we draw near and seek him. That is, uh, uh, knowing full well that our life of faith is rooted in the word made flesh and what he has done, right? In the victory, eternal life, forgiveness, and salvation.
1: But it seems like everything flows from, well, the faith, obviously, but from the forgiveness of sins. Yeah. Everything comes from that. Yeah, How we deal with other people, how we deal with giving, for
0: example. How we deal with our vocation, Mother's say today, right? H- how to deal with vocation and how we are to proceed, right? These aren't just children, but these are children of God that God has given us, that he has put in our place to love and serve, rather than just, oh, these are my kids. Great, right? <laughs> these are my kids. Oh, that sounded so bad. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but th- these are just my kids, right? No, this is a gift from God, right? Uh, to love and serve. This is my call. Um, again, you know, um, all of it. All of it. Um, okay, uh, verse 7. So, could... Oh, go ahead. Uh,
3: by faith being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving... Of his household, by this he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. All right,
0: by faith Noah being warned. Now again, being warned, right? And this is a hundred and, and some change of how how long it took to build this ark. Uh, talk about unseen. You know, when we talk about faith, now faith, verse one, is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. He didn't see the flood. Just imagine that you're building a boat and you don't see any flood, and... For something that's never happened before. The universal flood, of course, right? Uh, Don. (laughs) How would you deal with that? It would be, I mean, for us, when we look at faith, it's like, God said this would happen. Build the ark in this way. All the meanwhile, the world, probably scoffing at him, saying, what are you doing, Kerry? Right? Right? What? <laughs> what are you doing, right? And, and you're, building, you know, you're building that boat. And was like, there's no water here. What are you doing? And there your faith is rooted in the word of God, in what is unseen. This is not just a week or two or a month or a year. This is over a century, and you continued to build um, because your faith is in the word of God. Right, um, and and to translate that to our, us as Christians in this world, Tina, how can you believe in Jesus? Are you kidding? Like, how do you believe in him? Or you, what do you mean? He rose from the dead, Chris? Are you sure? Right? Uh, the forgiveness of sins? Come on, you're a sinner, Dave. Like that egregious sin, no one could forgive you of, of that, right? Not, not pointing you to Dave in any way, but <laughs> but uh, you know, again, you know, uh, it's free. What are you talking about? That's, that's, that's insane. You have to do something uh, to be right with God. And, and, and again, so many ways to which uh, we can change faith at the end of the day to ourselves. And here we see Noah being warned by God concerning events yet unseen, right? And that's the key here. This is Noah's great faith. Now, have you seen the death and resurrection of our Lord? Mary. Mary. Have you seen it with your own eyes? And the answer is, no, right? Uh, I haven't seen it. I wasn't in the upper room, right? But we have the word, the Holy Scriptures. And there we trust in what is unseen through the promises of God. And that is faith in his word, right? Very important. Uh, yeah, oh, I, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, all right. right, the ark was a result of the fruits of faith. So Noah, right here, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. What does in reverent fear mean? In reverent fear, he constructed this ark to save his household. When we say to fear, love, and trust God above all things, what does that mean in light of faith? in fear. What do you guys think? He's the boss. Yeah, knowing that God make or destroy your soul. Yeah, yeah, I mean this this I mean this this fear knowing that God's word, his name is above all things, that though our human flesh is saying, "Are you ridiculous God? Like why do you want me to build this boat? I mean no one else is doing it. Why me?" right? It's in, in reverent fear that he is honoring his word, knowing full well that this word is above even myself. Sometimes that's a tough pill to swallow.
3: Not
2: just
0: yourself. It's above your town. It's above your country. It's above your entire world. It's above the universe. Yeah. It's the author of
3: all. do yeah. Yeah. that. <laughs>
2: and,
0: and this is the fear of God's word that when we, uh, again, when we depart from his word, a lot of people will say, oh, what's the big deal? And there, it is a big deal because as children of God, there we fear his name, there we honor, there we know that he is, yes, the God of the gospel, but also the God of wrath that there are consequences when we turn from him and his ways, right? So, uh, again, uh, th- th- there is uh, a lot to say about his irreverent, f- I- irreverent fear, or irreverent fear, sorry, not irreverent, but irreverent fear, as he <laughs> constructed an ark uh, for the saving of his household. By this he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith, Right? All the world was going their own way. Noah was building this ark by faith, and there it was commended to him as righteousness, because his righteousness was in the word of God and what God promised. Right? Your righteousness is in the word of God and that word that God promises you in Christ Jesus alone. That's why you're righteous. But, Pastor, I'm a sinner. I'm like, I know you are just like me, but what makes you righteous is not what you bring to the table. But what God has done for you, that's what makes you righteous. right? And that's where I, I think humans, it's always that, but I'm a sinner. I'm not good enough. I'm like, I know you're not. But Jesus is for you. right? And this is your faith, what he has done in his death and resurrection. So um, anyways, uh, yeah, the unseen. That's our faith in the very word of God. Blessed are those who believe yet do not see. Right? All right. All right. Let us pray. Let us pray. I know the kids were counting down there earlier. So uh, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for your word. Lord, by faith, you have given us this gift uh, through the very word of Christ. Lord, bless us this week as you continue to lead us by your wisdom, your will, uh, through the word that is proclaimed of Jesus Christ. Thank you, O Lord, for this life of faith as you lead us in your redemption. Bless us this week. We prepare all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Bible study
2: presentation from Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.